The iconic Rocky, the first Rocky movie, came out in 1976. It was so important because it reminded us of the importance of this great sport for all of us. That no matter what life has been for people, no matter how unfair life may have been, unjust life may have been, on one given night, if you're determined enough, if you train hard enough, if you care enough, you can get in the ring and you can be champion of the world or come damn close like Rocky did in the first one. Let's go, baby. Welcome to Deep Waters, where we take an in-depth dive onto some of the hottest topics in the world of boxing today, as well as some of the iconic moments of yesteryear. Today, we're talking Carl Weathers and his relationship to the world of boxing and Hollywood and the world in general. So I am Chris Algieri. I'm joined in studio by Paulie Malignaggi. And then joining in, we've got the great Teddy Atlas and our man George Jakovic. All right, George, take us away. Boy, I'll tell you what, I'm not a fighter, but listening to Teddy speak, I'm, re I'm ready to turn pro. I want you in my corner, Teddy. I'm I got, pumped. I got pumped. You got me yeah. pumped? I got pumped. I, I know you guys are pumped too, but but like you said, Chris, we're we're talking Rocky because Carl Weathers passed away on February first. For those that don't know, Carl Weathers played the iconic role of Apollo Creed. He had a 50-year career in the movies. He also was a former linebacker in the NFL for the Raiders. Uh, a lot of movies, Predator, Happy Gilmore. He he was recently uh, in The Mandalorian, but as you see on the screen, he was most well known for being that man right there, Apollo Creed. So, Teddy, 1976, this Bowl movie came out. Too, in the last Super Bowl, which I, right. thought was, I thought that was just pretty special. Right. Um, 76, this came out. 1976. Obviously, Muhammad Ali was heavyweight champion at the time. Apollo Creed, based on that character. Um, we talked about this off screen, but you went to see the movie when it premiered. Talk about the excitement. You were a fighter back then. I think you were still fighting or training back then. Um, just just set that whole scenario up, Rocky, going to see it, what it meant, Carl Weathers, everything. You know, I went with Kevin Rooney, who everybody knows. He, he was, you know, Mike Tyson's uh, trainer for many years. And uh, I went, I was up there. I went up there with Customato. I was fighting. Actually, I had, I had just wanted to add around that gong gloves. And um, so, you know, you you want to go to a fight movie. You feel kind of good. You're, you're a boxer. You're in the fight business. Kevin Rooney had been a gong glove champ, New York City gong glove champ. And uh, getting ready, getting ready to turn pro. And what better, you know, as a couple of fighters to go and watch a movie that's a big movie, you know, that that's about our sport. You don't get too many of them, you know, where it's about your sport. You know, you got you got the baseball, you got the football movies, you know. But at that time, you didn't really have that boxing movie. So it felt good. It just felt good to kind of celebrate something that obviously we were involved in. And that meant a lot to us. And to just to... It kind of reminded you, you know, we're not the most talented guys, but we have our dreams, you know, our dreams that 
we're going to turn pro. That was the plan for both of us to turn pro. My plan changed. It went in a different direction. I wound up having an injury and Customato talked me into becoming a trainer. So it, it took a, it took a different turn. But at that time, we both were, we wanted to be professional fighters. We wanted to, we wanted to be world champions. <laughs> and, you know, for a couple of kids from Staten Island, uh, to dream that, it kind of feels to most people far-fetched, you know. And then you go in there and you watch a movie and you see some guy named Rocky Balboa uh, <laughs> from Philadelphia uh, that gets in there with who we all recognize was portraying the great Muhammad Ali, and he almost does it. He almost does it. Kind of a reminder, I guess, just that, hey, anything's possible. You know, uh, go. We we had a sign. I remember we had a sign. Me and Kevin Rooney shared the same room for, um, it was a big room up on the third floor in Customato's house, Camille Ewald's house, uh, that Customato shared with her, brought all the fighters to and where Tyson eventually came to about four years later. We're up on the top floor, the third floor. Man, we had no air conditioning. It got hot. It got hot during the summer. It was, uh, and there was a pool table in the middle. And Kevin Kevin was in a bed on one side of the room. I was in a bed on the other side. And I was up there eight years. And we shared, before Kevin wound up getting married and moving out of the house, we shared that room together for six years. And um, six or seven years, actually. And there was a sign up. And one of the signs were, happy are those who can dream dreams and are willing to pay the price to make them come true. And it's just kind of, that movie was a reminder. Yeah, you got to work hard. You know, yeah, you got to be good. <laughs> yeah, you got to have talent. Um, but you got to dream too. You got to picture it. You know, you got to believe it. You got to see it. And that that movie took that poster and it put it in a very visual sense out there right in front of us. Don't be afraid to dream because it might come true. Mm. Yes, it might. And and Paulie, we talked a lot about uh, Carl Weathers and, and, and a lot of people who follow the Rocky movies know that Kenny Norton was originally supposed to play Apollo Creed, but Paulie, Carl Weathers, I, obviously now with all the, the success, success, you can't imagine anyone else playing that role. Well, you know what? He, he created uh, a character and developed him uh, into a character that even though you're rooting for Rocky, you get to s start to love Apollo as well. It's, it, there, he created a, a character that was supposed to be the villain, but he gave him a human side as well. You know what I mean? Like he's... He's the rich, arrogant champion and all that, but he's also, you know, a guy from the heart. You know, there, there's, there's moments in, in the Rocky movie, especially even Rocky One, where you're, you sort of, you sort of, um, see eye to eye even with Apollo and, 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 and the way he views things, even in his okay, arrogant, ego-driven state. Because as a champion of that level, we all, you all have that chip on you. We all have that chip on the shoulder. But I think when you, whenever an actor, if I look at it over the course of you know, having watched movies in my life, whenever an actor can make a character that's sort of on the edge, like between likable and not likable, or even more so not likable, or you're, or you're supposed to not be rooting for him, and he, they find a way to make him likable, 
You know, I, I feel like that's not easy to do. I feel like that's not yeah. easy to do. You get attached to the character. And in the Rocky series, you're obviously attached to, uh, to uh, Rocky Balboa, but you wind up getting attached to uh, uh, Carl Weathers' uh, character, Apollo Creed. And to the, de to the degree that, you know, now, years later, you're able to make a, a series about his son, uh, Adonis Creed, where Michael B. Jordan's playing. But even at the time, you know, uh, you, you sort of had that, attachment to uh, Apollo, you know, you, you, you were happy when Apollo and Rocky got, got together and became friends and the, and the movie kind of mm -hmm. turned that, turned it into that direction too. It's, uh, he, he, I don't, I couldn't, you know, when you say you can't really picture anybody else playing Apollo Creed and you mentioned Norton, I, I, I the reason I, you can't picture anybody playing Apollo is because Apollo, Carl made Apollo into that person, into that, that guy that you can, you can sort of start to relate to in a lot of ways. Just like, obviously, you relate to Rocky in a lot of ways. A guy who you can see eye to eye with. A guy who you can kind of understand and you want to understand more about, you know? It's funny. Uh, the, the best boxing movies, I feel like, are the ones that are supposed to be about boxing, but they end up being more about more than boxing, and then boxing is just a part of the movie. And that's why I feel like Raging Bull and Rocky are the two best boxing movies because... Yeah, they're boxing movies, but boxing ends up be, not being right center stage. The, the story itself takes center stage. The story of that life, of, that, of those, that individual or individuals takes center stage. And then Rocky just becomes a part of it, you know? And that, I feel like when you can have, and it takes a certain kind of actor to do that. And Stallone was that kind of actor. Carl Weathers was that kind of actor. De Niro was that kind of actor in Raging Bull to, in order to do that. Because I feel like even other boxing movies that have been written, they may try to do that, but the actor doesn't, the, the actor doesn't play the role in that way, you know? And I think that's why so many people, you know, were driven, were, were, were attracted to the Rocky movies and attracted to these two characters, uh, uh, Rocky Balboa and, uh, and uh, Apollo Creed. Hey, Chris, before you talk about Car Weathers, one thing I wanted to bring up, um, I think Car Weathers, one of the best moments he had on screen, one of his best acting moments is when he tanked that race against Rocky and Rocky Three, because there's no way in the world... <laughs> Sylvester Stallone was going to be Carl Weathers in a race. And if you watch that, I just watched Rocky III when they do, they're doing the slow-mo. You can see Carl Weathers smiling as he lets Sylvester Stallone get in front of him. Or so, you got you to gotta show that Rocky made progress in the training camp, you know? Come course. on. And He's he getting ready for Clover. Thing. He gave him confidence. <laughs> yeah. he, he tanked the race, gave him confidence. But Chris, uh, Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think one of the things that when you look at the Rocky series, um, not, not the, the characters withstanding, but you see the evolution of the entire series, right? And, and I think the writing was so brilliant in that way. There was obviously the, the, the character development, you know, characters like Rocky and, and, and like Apollo um, as they traveled multiple, multiple movies in, in the series. And then eventually, like you said, Champ, it turns into Adonis uh, Creed and the son of Apollo. But the evolution of the, of, of the storyline and the development of the characters throughout the series is why... It's, it's been so endearing for so long. How many times do we see sequels and they just, they're not good. They don't, they don't stack up. And not to say that, you know, they got better as they went. Because my favorite Rocky is the first one. I love, I love Rocky 1. And to, to the, your point, Champ, like, I, it's all about the life outside of the ring when it comes to a boxing movie. And that's why it's so endearing. That, you know, the first movie is all about heart, right? That's, that's the Rocky story. It's about heart. But, but Sly and Rocky, he shows a lot of heart outside of the ring. And then with, with Apollo and Carl Weathers, 
the reason you fall in love with that character is because of, a, of, of Carl Weathers. His ability to, to cross over from bad guy to good guy as time goes on, his likability, even though he's brash and he's a loud mouth and he's going to turn off a lot of people with, with his, his antics, um, you know, his ability to become a different, a different character in the series down the line. He starts helping, helping Sly. He becomes his motivator, a guy who never needed motivation. Now, all of a sudden, needs motivation, and it's Carl Weathers, it's Apollo Creed, you know, stirring on the chant. Come on, Rock. You know, like, it, it's just, I don't know, I'm getting, I'm getting tingles talking about it. But um, just the, I think, I think the, the, uh, the writing is, is so fantastic. And then to back that up with the fantastic acting by these guys, and especially Carl, because his character was not easy to portray. Yeah, you could, you could have had a Kenny Norton in there, and uh, uh, not necessarily a classically trained actor, and he would have looked the part. He would have looked great in the boxing scenes. He would have looked great in, in, the, in the photo standing next to, next to Rock on the, on the, on the, uh, the weigh-in and at the scale and at the press conference. But when it came to the character development, the heart that Apollo showed, that could only be, be brought on by someone who was a fantastic and, actor and someone who was trained yeah. like, like a Carl Weathers yeah, the, was. The charisma was, uh, that he displayed was unbelievable. Because uh, also, yeah. you, again, you get emotionally invested. Because remember, in Rocky Three, when he's training Rocky, and Rocky's just not, not, not with it, the way he's yelling at him, you know what I mean? Like, the way he, the, you know, you, you, you start to, like, get attached to Apollo more and more because you're like, man, he's trying to bring the best out of Rocky. Rocky's What's the matter with you? It. Yeah. and, and well, you, you believe know, it. That's yeah. the thing. And, he, 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 and, the way yeah, he projects exactly. it. He really, really yeah. lets you feel it, you know? And it you're sounds like, like you, he cares. Yeah. Like it really sounds like Well, that's like what cares. I'm saying. He gave that character a lot of charisma, personality, likable, yeah, likableness, if that's a word, you know? It's, but, I mean, by the time, you know, you get to Rocky Four and Apollo Creed, gets killed by Drago, Oof. you really feel, you really felt like you lost a piece of something in the movie, man. I mean, you're like, you're so mad, you know, like, you know, I watched it as a kid, so, like, you know, for me, I mean, when you're a kid, you think half these fights are real, you know? So you're like, I can't believe, you know? It gets you so emotionally invested in yourself, and again, that's what makes a great movie, too, when you're able to attract the viewer in that way. Yeah, Teddy, I, I was going to bring up Rocky IV because I was a, a, a young teenager when I saw that in the movies. And I literally, I had tears in my eyes when, when Carl Weathers is, is dying, Apollo Creed is dying in the ring. Is the man um, alive? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Teddy, tell me that, that emotional investment that you can have. Like Paulie was saying, in, in actors, you know they're acting. You know it's not real. But when they get you emotionally invested like... Stallone did with Balboa and Carl Weathers did with Apollo. It it creates special moments. Yeah, they did their job. You know, it, it became real. It became real for you. You know, that's why me and Paulie so often, you know, we're joking around and stuff, but we so often quote old movie parts and um, lines because they're real to life. They have become, you know, you. It's legitimate that you can use it to attach it to something in real life as a comparison. Uh, and, and look, that's the goal of an actor, right? That's the goal of a director, you know, to, to get the audience, to, to win over the audience, to get to the heart of the audience, to, to make them feel that these characters are real, to care about the characters. That's really the goal of the actor and the director to care about these guys. And um, that's when you know that you hit a home run, you know, when, or, or you hit an Academy Award, as they, as they did, um, deservingly so, that you, you just 
You know, the thing for me about this movie is everybody was just touching on it, that it reminded, and, and it touches on the question you just asked, which I already answered, but the the thing in a nutshell for me is that it was, it reminded people that didn't know a lot about boxing. They just know that they saw the fighters, these tough guys, these these warriors, you know, these samurai that get in the ring and they they go in there and they fight and they they're not afraid of nothing and they're 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 like cyborgs and you know and you forget they're human. You forget they have doubts. You forget they cry. You forget they bleed. You know. You forget that they're unsure of themselves sometimes. You forget they're afraid. <laughs> you actually. I think that was one of the great things about the movie, that it humanized fighters. Really. It, it, because yeah. a, a lot of people, they would think, oh, they're different than me. Oh, different in what way? Well, they're not afraid. They're, you know, they don't mind getting punched in the face. Who the hell don't mind getting punched in the face? Because <laughs> used to say, if, <laughs> if show me someone who don't mind getting punched in the face, and I don't want them in the gym. <laughs> I don't want that guy in the gym. I want him in the doctor's office. Something matter with that guy. The insane asylum. I, <laughs> yeah, I can't make him a fighter. I got him get him to avoid punches, not walk <laughs> into them purposely. So it kind of you know, everybody has their their own thoughts on something that they're not familiar with. Right? They do. They you know and with boxing, again, tough guys, guys that are more like animal than human, guys that don't care about things that we care about. Uh, say Again, guys that don't have those kind of, I, I'll use the word, weaknesses, human weaknesses. And it reminded that, yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They just have a job where they can't show it. And they and then the movie showed it that Paulie and Chris so perfectly brought out the other sides where there were doubts, where they needed motivation, they needed help, they needed assurance from each other. Yeah. And, they needed care. And they could and they could even fighters. And and I, I like how, you know, there's real problems that are shown in, in this movie. You know, like the, you talk about the emotional side of it. You, a lot of times people have to see it in the movie, the 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 actor playing the fighter in order to really understand what fighters really go through. And then you feel like uh, Rocky and Apollo were characters that really displayed a lot of the emotional side of fighters as well so that the average layman can understand the emotion of a fighter. And even within the movie itself, it's funny, the, the champ Chris talked about the character development. Remember Rocky IV when Rocky's trying to talk Apollo out of not doing the exhibition with Drago and he said, you know, you think it's not really about you versus him? And Apollo makes it like he's laughing at him. Like, what do you mean? If it's not me versus him, then who is it against now, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, Rocky's like, well, you think it's more so you versus you? You know, so he's trying to talk him out of uh, maybe not go, not not going that extra fight because you know you don't you're not the same fighter anymore. But then years later, when Rocky's got to get ready to fight Mason Dixon, what does Rocky say? I still got something in the basement. I still feel mm -hmm. that something. So he's feeling the same thing that Apollo was feeling in uh, in the 1985 movie, 1986 movie in Rocky, which IV. is things that we felt. Yeah, which is all. <laughs> yeah, right. Which again, as you get older, because Apollo was supposed to be a, a little older, right? So you, 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 
when you when Rocky gets to that, gets a little older, he, he senses the same thing that he goes through. He goes through the same emotional stage that Apollo was going through, and that you know the, you don't want to let it go. You you, you, you always, there's always a little piece of you that you know wants to still feel that glory, wants to feel that that adrenaline rush, wants to feel that thing that you'll never feel again, no matter what you'll do, you'll never feel it the same way again. You know what that leads to, too, Paulie, Chris. Oh, two things. One, you guys, again, beautifully said it, that the heart, every, everyone knows that you can't be a fighter if you don't have heart. <laughs> you know, and the word, heart. You know, I mean, I, I could spend 10 hours breaking that down, but... Well, it gets thrown, a lot, but, thrown around a lot, and people don't yeah, exactly understand Yeah, it gets thrown around a lot, hot, hot, But it transcended the heart that people think of with a fighter that, oh, they're just hot in the ring that you know, they again, that they, they can go in there and they take punches and they go in there and try to hurt somebody and all that. But this reminded, again, the human side, but that the heart beyond in the ring, in the way that the average person thinks of a fighter with heart to where it can go to your fellow human being, to where you care about that person. They showed that, that 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 part of it, not just a part in the ring that was a selfish part, a part that they needed to conquer, you know, each other, but to be able to go outside that and show that heart. And the one other thing that Paulie reminded me of when he was talking about, it even reminded you of sometimes they stay too long. Mm. Like my, I mean, mm. how fitting True was it really? The poetic, really, in a sad way, but reminded you that, yeah, Carl Weathers played Ali and should have walked away in a movie and he stayed too long and Ali stayed too long. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much like real life. Well, uh, we're going to wrap Teddy, this I, up. I, I, wanted, I wanted to grab one thing. Teddy, you made me think of something when you were talking about, um, you know, like the humanizing and, and taking fighters and everyone looks at them one way, but, you know, they're, they're still humans. And that was one thing about Rocky. He, he was like the everyman. You know, he had his toothpick in his mouth and his beanie and his, <laughs> his cut-off gloves with his, with, his, with his racquetball in his hand and he's walking around. And then the dichotomy of that with Apollo, who you can't touch. He's undefeated. He's rich. He's, a, he's in a mansion. He's got fast cars. He's got lights around him. And then as the, as the, the, the series goes on, you, you get to realize they're both humans, right? They have that, that human moment at the end of the, run, of the first one. But then as they go on, it's like, wait, we're not that different. And I think that that was a, a a really indicative part of the series for for, for fans. Where you get to watch. What are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do with your money? I'm gonna get a snow cone machine for Bali. Bali <laughs> likes snow cones. Bali. <laughs> well, well, listen. We're we're gonna wrap this up. Um, Sylvester Stallone is in the Boxing Hall of Fame. A lot of people want to see Carl Weathers go into the Boxing Hall of Fame. We'll see what happens with that. But it was an iconic role, and we've celebrated the life and the career of Carl Weathers, who played Apollo Creed. Want to remind everyone, we got. We got Wednesday nights on a Friday. That always trips me up. February 16th, we got we got Pro Box TV, the Wednesday night series on a Friday. Exactly. Great fights coming up. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. There's over 90,000 subscribers. We're trying to get to 100. Pro Box TV is your boxing channel.